0: It is here. Welcome to the 31 Days of Dread. This is where we do one horror movie a day for the entire month of October. This is October 31st. This is movie 31. This. Happy Halloween, everyone. I'm excited. We're talking Friday the 13th. Uh, 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 uh. The remake. The reboot. 2009. We have the team of the Transformers movies. Yeah, I love them. I love them. They're in this. We got everything. We even have a Transformers crossover. This is spectacular. Why isn't more people talking about this? So anyway, I'm Peter A. E. DeLuca. I am your host, aka The Spicy Taco, aka The Pop Culture King. I have many names, as all great superheroes do. Can we get through that intro and rock and roll? All right, everyone, before we get into something spooky, let me sell you something. Trial by fire it's my comic book available right now on indiegogo link in the description and i will see you on the printed page welcome back welcome back welcome back everyone thank you so much for joining me We're, we're it happy halloween this is the final of the 31 days of dread and i just have to do it i just have to do it i had to do these two movies to wrap up this year uh I just feel like I went through a lot of the horror icons this year. And Freddy and Jason clearly are the modern day masters. They are the icons. It's criminal. Say it with me, everyone. It's criminal that these two icons are not in cinemas right now. Meaning, <laughs> Video on Domain, Amazon Prime, Netflix, I don't care. Uh, I... I Netflix spends a lot of money. They're currently shopping the new James Bond movie to Netflix for $600 million. If Netflix is, like, even entertaining paying that for No Time to Die, why don't you just buy Freddy and Jason? Just buy the rights, buy the franchises, and and give us these two characters year-round. I don't... Like, you know, like, it's just... It's amazing to me. So these movies, yesterday's Nightmare on Elm Street and today's Friday the 13th. Now, if you look at the thumbnail, it's Friday the 13th, 2009, killer cut, because this is the only version of this movie I want to watch, which is it's just more blood and guts, more gore. This movie corrects the insanity when it comes to narrative, when it comes to storyline of the original Friday the 13th movies. Now, we have Freddy vs. Jason. And I I, and I really wanted that to be like, like, if there could be like a 32 Days of Dread, it would be Freddy vs. Jason. Because Freddy vs. Jason also condenses the timeline of both of those franchises in a cohesive way. The best thing about Nightmare on Elm Street, and, and I should have said this yesterday, is we get this slow rollout of the origin and history of Freddy Krueger and his mother. Both of these killers, <laughs> both of these icons, have mother issues. But, you know, and, and it's interesting. And that's the only thing interesting in the Nightmare on Elm Street series. Uh, the logic of how Freddy works is it's uh, confusing lazy and dumb but that's what we want <sighs> when it comes <laughs> i have to take a deeper when it comes to friday the 13th how jason works gets absolutely confusing and frustrating it really does but freddie vs. jason in this movie streamlines it and cuts out this this like garbage now am i saying any of those other movies are On like not fun or awesome or amazing they really are you know they're two of the best runs of horror movies franchise wise uh continuation wise serial wise that we'll ever have okay because it's really fun it's almost like a soap opera for horny teenagers to watch and unravel there there's a uh movie to movie uh glory about it so bravo (laughs) But this movie, like it, it redefines Jason. Okay, it it redefines that Jason is an entity. It also adds this mysticism to Jason, which the film series like Jason Goes to Hell, uh, Jason Takes Manhattan, even Jason X, it builds upon it. Okay, it doesn't explicitly link it to Jason Goes to Hell or whatever, but we know Jason Voorhees is supernatural. At this time, the movie begins with a flashback that relatively sums up uh, Friday one, two, and three, and then it goes into modern day kill spree. Perfect. The only uh, our our initial sacrificial lambs or sacrificial victims. It's awesome because what we get is uh, like all the troops. Okay, we get kids partying, kids you know smoking weed drinking the alcohol, doing the baby wamies. We have a nerd. We have girls who are, uh, you know, promiscuous, who are, are just, we'll just say, comfortable in their own skin. We have an insane death, meaning, like, Jason just needs to kill someone in some ridiculous way. Uh, you know, and we have, like, overconfident teenagers, like, along the way. The movie begins with that, and then we get our second batch Okay, and here's the awesome thing. Trent, I'm pretty sure that's the character's name. Uh, <laughs> Megan Fox's boyfriend from Transformers is in this movie. Same actor, same character's name. <laughs> so technically, this movie's linked to uh, Transformers. It, it, I think in the credits, he has a different last name, but we're everyone's ignoring that, and we're just saying that Jason Voorhees exists in the Transformers Michael Bay movie universe you can't get any more amazing than that but this movie just reminds us of what Jason Voorhees is this movie has a absolute perfect ending uh it it ends in homage to the originals and why is that important because we we want like we we want a sense of history and legacy when we see films like this but we also want to be reminded to what makes them what they are Tron Legacy does this perfectly I think the the legendary Godzilla movies Godzilla and Godzilla King of Monsters 100% not only builds into the future but it lends itself to the original Japanese films okay yeah, and people miss that point about that. Uh, Batman Begins does it. You know, like to where it, it it gives a nod to the past, but it's looking more towards the future because here's the thing. You know, I grew up reading comics, and one of the most exciting parts of reading month-to-month comics was every once in a while, I'm talking sometimes it's like 10 years apart, you would get a writer... That, uh, you know, like merges something new with the old continuity in a, um, you know, in some amazing, fun way. And they're not ignoring everything. They're just maybe re-explaining it, re-spinning it. You know, so everything's valuable at the same time. The, uh, that's like the dopamine drip of anything that's serialized. I think this is really how, like, Chucky pays you know, like, uh, plays out uh, Child's Play, you know, like, it's just this thing where it's an idea and it keeps going and it keeps unraveling and it's growing and it's growing and it's growing and it gets completely ridiculous and then it resets. That's where we are with this. And look, the Child's Play, because, you know, earlier this month, the the modern-day Child's Play builds on the themes and the ideas of the originals outside of a crazy psychopath possessing a toy doll in a uh, Toys R Us <laughs> and putting his soul into a doll, okay? <laughs> like, makes sense, okay? It, it takes that part out, but it, it lends itself to everything else. Child's Play 2019 should 100% get a sequel. This movie should have in a sequel. Yesterday's movie should have in a sequel. They reset the franchises perfectly. And for some reason, it's blasphemous to say it. It's blasphemous to believe it. It's hard to grow from that. I don't understand. I don't understand when it comes to like the idea of loving these characters. If you're going to make excuses for Nightmare 4, if you're going to make excuses for Friday 5 or even Friday 3D, if you're going to really put those movies up on a pedestal, this movie goes above them all. Cause realistically, this is the best Friday the 13th movie of the entire batch. This is the greatest Friday movie. It cause it delivers on all of these tropes. It builds on the current mythology and it takes a step into the future. I all know people. 31 Days of Dread, Peter A. DeLuca here, signing out. Another banger year, everyone. Thank you so much. Everything you guys do around this podcast, I am so grateful for. And trust me, we have better, bigger things coming. There's a That's what she said. We have a lot happening. Get ready for tomorrow's episode where we're going to do the 31 Days of Dread recap. Until then, everyone. I love you and rock and roll. Quick announcement, quick announcement. So this episode is dedicated to my father, RIP, Tony DeLuca, Tony Ironfeet. We love you and we miss you every single day.